Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, I'm hitting start button. Go. I've gone. Hello, I'm Zoe Lyons. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I'm Stephen Bailey. And this is Let's Talk About the Husband. The podcast where we cast a cultural eye over all things reality TV. And we're going to include in that today documentary or reality documentary. Is that correct, Stephen? Have I, got I correct? think so. I think we're documentarians now. Mm, yeah. Um, now... This has been really interesting for me, actually. You told me to sit down and watch J-Lo's Halftime. I did. And I was like, oh, mate, I'm really not a J-Lo fan. And it's a whole documentary that's a whole hour and a half in which I could be doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me more. I know what you're going to say. I know. So I settled down one afternoon with a sandwich... Yeah. What sandwich? Do you remember? Oh, I go all out on a sandwich. Go on. I really like a Scooby snack. Like, I properly go for it. What's a Scooby snack? Like, do you remember Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Okay, Scooby used to have Scooby snacks. So, like, proper big sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes I will triple the bread. I'll go club sandwich level of bread. In In your own home? Yeah. I've oh, never I... done that. I've never done that. Oh, I treat myself like an absolute princess when I want to. Oh, have... yes, you do. So I'll go bread. I might even lightly toast it. No. Yeah, yeah. Just gently toast it. Not so it's tough on the gums, but just so it's a little bit al dente <laughs> on the teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> al dentist. Al dentist, yeah. Yeah. Um, one or two different types of cheese. Two cheeses? Yeah. Dairy yeah. Lee and hamburger cheese? No. <laughs> oh, maybe something like a Gouda and a Jarlsberg. I thought Gouda was a lake. No, it's not. It's a, that's, a, that's Garda. That's oh. Lake Garda. <laughs> Gouda. <laughs> Are they, are they at least from the same country? <laughs> no, nope. Garda's um, Dutch. Right. Garda's Italian. Fantastic. Um, we're learning already. Um, and then I'll have... Uh, Probably two different sorts of meat in there as well. Maybe a mortadello and um, a form of salami. Um, well, you wouldn't know your quiz show has been cancelled. No, i time on my hands. The way you're spending money on meat and cheese <laughs> and three pieces of bread. Three pieces of bread. And, and I bet um, you have a posh artisan bread from independent bakers. It's a sourdough. It's generally a sourdough. Um, Very hove. Yeah, it's, it's a hove sourdough. Yeah. And then... Um, uh, lightly pickled gherkins as well on there. Lightly sweet pickled, sweet pickled gherkins is what I mean. Sweet pickled gherkins, cut lengthwise, obviously, so they fit into the sandwich properly. Oh my god! And then I'll go yellow mustard. By yellow mustard, I mean easy squeezy yellow mustard. Ew, easy squeezy yellow mustard. Uh, oh, I love easy squeezy. No. Yellow Mayo, salt, and pepper. Mayo and mustard. Yeah, man. Wowza. Yeah. When yeah. I make a sandwich, it's normally bit of warbies, bit of butter, bit of mustard, slice <laughs> of ham, bit of mustard, bit of warbies, bag of crisps. <laughs> the crisp topping. Yeah. And there, therein lies our differences. Oh, God. Well, in I a sandwich. In hove, do I? Anyway, so I was chowing down on my Scooby snack. Yeah. Uh, which I, which I which I was enjoying, and I set myself up to watch, as instructed by you, 
um, Half Time. By Jay Jennifer Hosart Lopez, yeah. Jennifer Lopez. And um, I've got to admit, three bites in. Yeah. I was hooked, mate. Boom, I knew you would be. I've been telling everyone to watch this. And I everyone's was totally like, mm, hooked. I know. I, I'll be very honest. I came to this with massive bag of prejudices about I was like, oh, God, I What hate were your song. preconceived notions? The music was shit. The Incorrect. films were appalling. Incorrect. And she was hard work. And I've got that wrong. Mm. She's just a really hard worker. That's what yeah. she is. She is amazing. And of course, you know, it's it's by her for her, you know. But but the amount of effort that woman puts into everything that she does, wow. It's really astonishing. I tell you what else as well. She is super hot, isn't she? I've only, only just noticed this. I was like, I think I'm a little bit in love with J-Lo. Yeah, she's very sexy. Like, I think she's the definition of sexy. I think you're right. Yeah. She's really, really naturally beautiful. She's naturally beautiful. She's curvaceous. She's... um. What's the other... And I think she's got personality. I think a lot of celebrities don't actually have personality. Mm. And they don't even know how to fake one. Yes. Whereas hers felt very, like, real. Yeah, it does feel really real. Yeah, yeah. Because I've got to be honest, when she first brought out Jenny from the Block, I thought it was an absolute <laughs> banger. But I was like, <laughs> I did. And I used to sing... I'm still Stevie from the block. I used bet you to have, did. Yeah, used to have a little, still have a little. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what I never bought into it, I was like, uh, Jenny was never from the block, okay? Like, mm. this bitch has been beaten with the lucky stick. Mm. But she was from the block. She yep. brought her receipts. Mm. So I apologise. Yeah, and I apologise, J-Lo. And I'm sure that'll make her day an awful lot better. What shocked you the most? Because I was shocked at how much, like, command she has over her own career. Mm-hmm. I I always think, especially in Hollywood, it's down to, like, good management and mm-hmm. good agents. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's probably a bit of that. But there's a lot of tenacity from our J-Lo. Oh, completely. Yeah, a lot. I mean, when I started looking at the amount of... Money. Income that she's brought in. I love that you tried to find the posh words to be like, I don't want to know how rich she is. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't Google Jennifer Lopez net worth. I yeah. Googled, oh, what's her annual income? Income. <laughs> what tax bracket does she fall yeah. into? <laughs> My God, that woman's created some incredible amount of money churning stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good for you, girl. Yeah. Good for you. But um, so the the... What I've really connected with was because it's called halftime. Um, she's she turned fifty. Yeah. Um, still looking just wow, super hot. Um, I found that inspirational because I too turned fifty within the last year. And you still look super hot. Well, I look as hot as I've ever you know. I've I mean as warm as you can get it. That's how hot this is. It's sort of. Um, I'm going to say re- it's a heat reheated. <laughs> it's something that could have had the potential to have been hot, but then just never really sort of met it. But then sort of pop, you've popped it back in the microwave for a bit on, a, on a, about 30 seconds and warmed it up to a sort of palatable temperature. Well, I love Whereas, a microwavable meal, so don't be down on yourself, girl. Thank you very much. I'm a pop, pop, pop microwave <laughs> yeah, meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas she just smoking. Um uh, I love the scene where she's with um, Versace. What's it, what's the name, Lady Lady Versace? Is it Donatella? Donatella, that's it. Donatella Versace, who I always think of the I always think of the jazz singer from the Muppet shows when I see Donatella Versace. Do you know what? the one with the blonde hair? You too young to remember that. Well, I know what the Muppets are, but I don't. Mm. I never watched it. Right, I watched okay. Muppet Babies, Muppet Babies. Okay, yeah, yeah. not for you. Okay, um, and she wears this incredible dress at the fashion show. The green show. one, the green oh one. Oh my god! Yeah. And then just walks out into the cat. Well, just beautiful, stunning. 
that's it, it's inspirational to go. That's a fifty-year-old woman, and that looks incredible do you know what was most interesting for me is how often she was told no now obviously she has financial privilege so it's like it is a different kind of thing where you don't have to worry about paying your bills Mm. as much but for me it was how much she was told no like if she went into this space they were like well you're a dancer you can act Mm. or she went you know they were like you're an actor there's mm. no way you can sing. And then it's like, like they took away from her just being a brilliant performer and businesswoman. Yeah. And everyone was always telling her she couldn't do it at any step of the game. Whatever she found herself doing, they were like, you can't do that. Mm. Like, like, because I thought it was interesting when it was around the movie Hustlers, her mm. latest film released in 2019, which I watched last night. And it is great. Is it? Yeah, it's great. And, um, and, and it, everyone was like, it's got Golden Glo- Globe buzz, it's got Oscar buzz, and then it never quite made it. And then on the Oscars, there was this, there was an article where it was like, well, you can't have a celebrity winning an Oscar. And it's like, mm. but she didn't make herself a celebrity. She's yeah. an actor that be- you lot made a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting watching that, actually, because like you say, there was a lot of heat around the Oscars and people saying that she was tipped for it and that, you know, it, it was this was going to be her year. And then just the utter devastation when the nominations come out and you're not and on the And the honesty list. of it as well. Yeah. Like, she could have been like, oh, I'm not bothered. Da, 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 but she, she was, was really, gutted. She was like, I thought I was going to get nominated for an Oscar. Mm. Yeah. And I did think it was very real. I thought the whole... Like, sometimes with our housewives Mm. and our Kardashians, you go, this is image crafting. With J-Lo's halftime, I honestly thought this is just... I thought it was real. Mm, Yeah. She was definitely very disappointed about not getting the nomination. And it was quite interesting to see that somebody with so much success and so much... You know... stupendous catalogue of work behind them could still be utterly devastated by not being given a gong. Yeah. And that's quite human, isn't it? I remember one year in Edinburgh. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're going to say. I think the same thing happened to me. Did you make the long list? Oh, well, I made the long list one year. Yeah, and then I had an agent at the time who kept telling me, they were like, I'm pretty sure you're on the list this year. You know, this is the year. I think you're going to get the, you know, the, for the Edinburgh Award. And I stupidly did that thing that one should never do, Stephen. Believed it. I believed it. I allowed myself to believe it. To that point where I was sort of walking around Edinburgh going, yeah, well, some days, you know, shows are a bit hard, but, you know, it's all right because... Uh, I think at the end of this, it's all going to be worth it. Um, So the thing is for the listener, in Edinburgh, there is the Edinburgh Award mm. and there is a short list of about six people. But before that, there's a long list of about 15 people. No one ever knows the long list. Mm. So it's so annoying because actually to make the long list... Mm is incredible out of thousands of shows but yeah. no one ever knows and therefore it's never published and so no one gives a fuck yeah no so annoying it's yeah. so annoying and people really don't care if there's a rumor that you've been on the long list they're like yeah well, it's all rumored that everybody's been on the long list isn't it and it's a funny thing i mean i was nominated for best newcomer with my new sh- with the first show that i ever did up there and I have I to be honest. That. Yeah, yes, yeah. Best I think, I, think uh, I think you'll see on the shelf behind me right there <gasps> is a little uh, little trophy uh, <sighs> for the listener. I'm I'm pointing to a one of my many awards on my award shelf. You see. Do you know the only award I have ever won, and the ever tr- the only trophy I have ever won? Go on. Ne- never in comedy, not in TV. I thought Celebs on the Farm was going to get a nod once. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing I have ever won an award for is fucking Taekwondo. Really? Yeah, which is which is quite incredible, really, if you've met me. But it is not to brand that is no use for me in any shape or form. So what did you win? I a won golden a massive, belt? No, a massive fucking gold cup with the handles, like I'm goddamn Karate Kid. Yeah. In 2002. Oh, well done. And what did you have to do to win your big cup? Smash people's heads in. 
Oh, very well done, Stephen. I know. And now I tell dick jokes and smash loads of audience heads in, but no mm. one's died, so they. And won't no one's given you a cup. No. So did you wit? Did you were you like championi of championi? Yes. Wow. What category was that in? GT. So GT UK, <laughs> which was Global Taekwondo United Kingdom. I'm so impressed with you, Stephen. Well, can I have another fucking award? Well, maybe you should. Maybe it's been twenty years. But maybe, maybe, maybe what you should have done is sort of branched out into sort of you know Bruce Lee territory. Well, I thought I was gonna actually do that, but then you actually had to start travelling when you started getting further along into it and go to like Korea. What you could have become a stuntman or something. Could you imagine me as a stuntman? I would. I think you'd make an absolutely brilliant stuntman. Not I think you'd make a brilliant stuntman. I just can't believe you're a, that you're a good I've... driver, aren't you? Yes, yeah. a very good driver. I can reverse with one hand. <laughs> that is the markings of a of a, of a stuntman. Um, you've got martial arts training. Mm-hmm. You. Take no shit from no one. I thought you were going to say you take it up the arse. I don't no, say I mean, I do. well, I mean, that would I, be a very specialist stunt man job if you were having to be some sort of, I don't know, arse double. But also, um, I think that is a sign of strength, quite frankly. I think so, too. How are you with heights? Not good issues. You see, you see, if you have to jump off a thing into boxes, you know, when they jump into the boxes. Yeah, I'm not even good in a plane. But I'd love you to turn up on a massive set as the stuntman and they set have... up the whole setup and you've got to jump off a wall into these boxes and then you just scream like I you do. I have offered, <laughs> and I want to start a petition about this right now. I have said, why on earth have I never been on the last leg doing Taekwondo? Yeah. And that show in its inception was about the Paralympics and the sport and straight away, me saying I'm a black belt in Taekwondo is a punchline. And then I could smash through wood. And I can you smash erection. through wood, though? Yeah. I mean, what, well, actually, like a, a like, block of wood? With my fist, yeah. So talk me through this, Stephen. We do. We, we will circle back to J-Lo. We will get back yeah. to J-Lo. Please. Is it when you're smashing through a piece of wood with your fist? Yeah. Is it... Mostly mental. I mean, I know the fist is involved, but do you just say to yourself, I can do this, I will smash this piece of wood? Um, no, actually. It's about your first two knuckles and how you punch, because what people don't realise is people punch wrong. Right. So they punch in a way that's actually... Do you know like when someone like smacks someone in the face? I don't know if you've ever done it yourself, but then yeah, the, but... someone gets a black eye and you have actually hurt your... Hand, your, hand. And your wrist, yeah. Mm. You, sh if you're punching properly, you shouldn't. So you need a straight here. What's that bit called again? That's your wrist. Wrist, a straight wrist, and you should punch with those two knuckles, the first two knuckles, right? And it should be like this. That's what a punch should look like. Oh, okay. Not That's... like this, not like that, or whatever. And people, a lot of people, put their thumb under their fi fingers, which mm -hmm. is absolutely ludicrous. Your thumb should be under your kind of first three. Oh, yeah. And then you punch, and then it should be in line. So you actually punch with the two knuckles, but a lot of people punch with their fingers, which is so stupid. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So can and we then... start a petition to get me on the last leg or a league of their own or something? Well, I th I'd like to see the wood punch. When was the last time you punched through a bit of wood? Um, <laughs> I did it in my first Edinburgh show to prove a point. Oh, what sort of wood did you use? You use like, it is like, it's not like... Plywood. Of, it's not like a bit of fencing. It's like proper wood they use. Oh, did it work? Yes, babe. Every, every show? Every goddamn show, yeah. Oh, I well, I did, I did want to do a kick one, but the problem with a kick one, you'd have to get someone to hold it and then there's the chance that I might have kicked them in the face. Yeah, that's always the issue, isn't so it? So I decided to reduce my risk. I think that's wise. And that's wise. Back to J-Lo. Back to J-Lo. So let me tell you about this woman, what I found impressive. So many things, really. But again, which I always talk about with this, obviously there is a level of look. But 
she's the master of her own destiny. Like we all, like I, me and my best friend Natalie, we always moan that we're too fat, right? Right. Oh God, we can't shift anyway. Can't do anything. Oh, I've not had time to go to the gym this week. J Lo's up at half five to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. She works it. I so thought... there is time for yeah. everything, and that's what I did realise. Where I was like, oh, like I know it's not a popular thing because Molly May said it and it went bad, but we do all have the same twenty four hours. We yes, I was up this morning. I got I got up this morning at six o'clock and went for a run. Ugh, see, awful. Yeah, because it's hot, and I'm like a dog. I get really hot. Um. And in fact, I got overly hot halfway through my run. But unfortunately, I hadn't turned around at that point and had to sort of make my way back. I should just run in small circles, but I didn't. I ran out in one direction and then had to come all the way back again. (laughs) And I got really, really hot. Yeah, it's so warm. It was very, very warm. Um, The the other... thing that they focus on in halftime, of course, is the, the massive show that she does at the Super Bowl halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time it was given to a Latino yeah. woman, or any Latino person, I think. I believe, yeah. Um, but they couldn't trust her to, just to do the whole thing on her own. So Shakira well, had to come in. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous that it was like they brought in two of them, which I mm. don't believe they've ever done before. Normally what will happen is like, it'll be like Beyonce, but then she yeah. might bring a friend along or yeah. Katy Perry, but she might bring a friend. And this was, they gave it to two of them, but it was like she was saying all the way through it, like it's ridiculous because you only have 20 minutes, not only to get the performance done, but to get everyone onto the field and off the field. Yeah. She was like, that's not enough time. No, it's crazy. It's the amount of rehearsal that went into that as well. Wow. Yeah. And, and quite interesting to see how nervous she was about it. And also what I found really interesting, which I found, re- I really felt like I could relate to this, was going, it showed that clip of her about 10 years ago on The View being like, oh, I stay out of politics, still a dish, said mm. something like that. And then she was like, the way this work country is being ran at the minute, the way this world is, the corruption in this world, the hate, the intolerance. She went, I've got this platform. I can't not use it. And yeah. I really related to that because I'm always like, oh, I just want to go out and tell dick jokes. But mm-hmm. then sometimes when you're going, well, there's a rise in hate against LGBT people and trans people getting killed in this mm-hmm. country and no one talks about it. So then you do feel like you have to a little bit. And not only you don't, you don't feel like you have to, you feel like you want to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, J-Lo is all of us. Mm. J-Lo is all of us. Yeah, and then the, the stress of having to sort of, well, threaten them threatening to change the the, the set the, night the day before. before. And we've all been through this. I think we've all been through this in any industry where it's like you, you've you all committed to something, you're going to do the job, and then the next morning they're like, um, I think we're going to do it this way instead. And it's like, you're, we're always like, okay. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> no, no. And you know what that is? That's somebody with a job that they're getting paid for, that they realise they haven't had enough input yet within yeah. the project. It's getting to the end of the deadline. They're like, I better just chirp up with something. I'm going to do something really destructive in this as well. No, we're not doing it this way. We're going to have to change the whole set. And people are like, oh, bloody hell, Miranda. You've just got a clipboard. Why have you butted in at the last end? This has been going on for months. There's always somebody like that. And what anything you do, some cow with a bloody clipboard comes up at the end and goes, "Um, we're going to have to change this. No, no, we're not. But what I found really interesting is like we're all taught that if we do stand up for ourselves and what's right and what's been agreed and is we're a diva or a nightmare or we're Mm. causing trouble. Whatever your industry is, there's a word for it, for speaking up. You're difficult. That's Mm. a good one. They like to say you're difficult. Yeah. For standing up for yourself and what you know is right. And this is everything. I remember when I worked at a supermarket, there were similar things like this when you'd be doing like a comic relief event or whatever. And then all of a sudden the regional manager gets involved on the day and be like, mm, this, these balloons should be over here. And it's like, yeah. these balloons have been set up here. Well, yeah. mm, now I'm here. And But what baffles me about <laughs> anything... <laughs> I, lo- I love that you're laughing that I had a job. No, but... I'm just loving that we're bringing it. J-Lo's <laughs> Super Bowl experience. 
I'm trying to make I know, it I know. It's relatable funny. to our Diana. But it's exactly the same. You're entirely right. You're entirely right. It is exactly the same. And that, But what I find baffling about this is from the flip side of it is going, so these people that are somewhat in charge, they're never in charge when they want. They're just lazy fucking bastards. Because mm. what makes laugh is J-Lo's design would have been sent months ago. Yeah. It wasn't sent the night before. And, you know, whether you work in a supermarket, whatever, we all know you send off things to get signed off months in advance. And people don't look at them till the day before. And at that point, I'm sorry, you've had your chance. You might be the boss, but you've proven that you don't know how to manage because the night before is no good to anyone. It's it's a bit like when you're having your Edinburgh poster done. Oh, I hate that. I hate it. And then you choose the picture that you want, you choose the font, you choose the info that you want on there, and then it gets sent round a handful of people who are also involved and everybody's got five suggestions. And you're like, oh, God, have you tried it in this size font? It's like, oh, God, I'm like, it's not going to make any sodding difference, but everybody have the little chip in. Go on. Do you know what else was interesting was how much she spoke about age and finding her voice and stuff like that? Because, mm. again, obviously I'm not 50. I am. Good for you, girl. But I am. did you relate to that? Because I feel like I started comedy 10 years ago and after three years, people were telling me, go to Edinburgh, do an hour, do an hour. Mm. And I didn't know any better. And I didn't really have loads of comedy friends at the time because I was working all day, then doing comedy. So I was really in and out when I was doing stuff. Mm. Um, so I didn't have the connections I had now where I could ring someone and go, I don't should I be doing it now? Like, da, da. And mm. I remember doing my first hour and it all just fell too quick. And I didn't know what was happening. And people were going, you'll go to this venue. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't, <laughs> okay. And then it'd be like, this is what your poster should look like. This, uh, And I remember people go, what's the title? What's the title? And I was like, I don't know what the title is. So I named it after a Demi Lovato song because I was like, it was my favourite song at the time. What was it? What was it? What was neon the... Heart. It had nothing to do with a Neon Heart. And then I was like, oh, I'll just get a Neon Heart for the stage and that'll do that. But I quite I, like that. But I remember being like, all the way through it, be like, what? I don't, why am I doing this now? Why am I? What is happening? And someone was like, and that's how the breaking wood came up. Because someone was like, break wood. Because uh, <laughs> people love that in Edinburgh. And I was like, well, how do I explain to someone that I'm going to break wood? And they were like, it's fine. Just break some wood. I was like. How did you set it up? And it was just this. I had it in like a frigging, I don't know what it's called. Like, It was like a thing that had screws on. You just put the wood in at the start of the show. and then, So it was just sat there the whole way through. <laughs> Not being referenced. Not Didn't the you end. reference it at all? It's just a bit of wood in a, and then, and then you go, in a jack. Well, that's there. And do you know, you go, oh, if I'd waited two years, I would have had an excellent debut. And you go, yeah. Well, people were telling you, do this, do that, do that. This is what your poster should look like. And I was like, I think the poster looks naff. Yeah. And they were yeah. like, it looks fantastic. And I was like, <laughs> well, you'll know. Whereas now I'm so the opposite. I'm so hard faced. So I was like, nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Like. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to be a bit more J-Lo. I, do you know what? I, I actually said those words to myself at the end of that show. We're watching the, the, the documentary. I'm, I'm going to be a bit more J-Lo. I'm going to be a bit more J-Lo. And I don't mean a difficult diva. I mean, just a positive, hardworking person. And take control of your own business. Like... Also, I might start pole dancing because that looked fun. Well, did you see all the bruises though? Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon, Stephen? Do you reckon I could take up pole dancing? Um, you, need, you need quite strong thighs, by the way. I'm going to say yes to it because I'd really enjoy seeing it. I, do you know what? There's a woman. Well, I presume it's a woman. I, I, I take that back, actually. I don't know who owns this flat, but there's a flat at the end of my road. And in the living room, it's a sort of Victorian flat, you know, with high ceilings, yeah. a bit of cornicing. Um Ordinary in every way, except that in the middle of the room, floor to ceiling, is a pole for pole dancing. I love that. I love when people have things that they're into. I feel like I'm not into anything. That's quite a big into statement, though, isn't it? In the middle of your living room to have... I know, but you have to remember where you live as well. That's true. But, and I'm, 
at first I was like, what on earth would you want a pole in the middle of your, I mean, obviously it's for pole dancing, but why in the middle of your living room? Now, every time I walk past it, I'm a little bit jealous. Yeah. It's a good exercise technique. I bet it is. I'd love to be able to do that one where they go up to the top and then turn upside down and then drop suddenly and then stop inches from the bottom. And I reckon I would get that very, very wrong a lot of times. I think you should do it. You should do it. I think the sound of my sweating thighs squeaking down a pole would be like the sound of a sneaker on a basketball court. (laughs) 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 I think you're doing yourself a disservice. As I plummeted headfirst towards the floor. (laughs) But... Yeah. Excuse me, you're not learning from J-Lo because J-Lo could not pole dance. No. Doing it for a film. She did very well. But I found that interesting as well of her being like, you know, she was always judged for the films she did, but Mm. they were the only roles she was offered. So it's like, so it's, she was like, there was, there was no juicy films for her. No. And, And then Hustlers she got involved on the producing side and was like, we need to make this film, we need to do it. And then look at all the buzz it got because it was authentic. So I want to know from you, Zoe Lyons, Mm. watching that, where we see her manage her business, her passion, the fact, because I was like, oh God, I now go to the gym, even if I have to go at seven, not every day, babes, but if it's like, right, I need to go four times this week, there's no time, I will get up. Make time. Yeah, Yeah, I will make time. Because I always moan about my body and not being able to shift the COVID weight. And then it's like, well, I can. I've just done nothing about it. Mm. And so when you watch that um, documentary, was there anything where you, that you took away being like, because let's face it, Zoe, when it comes to your career, sometimes you're a bit weak-willed. Absolutely. No, I take it. No, I get it. And you, you're right. And I learned from you. So what... You're- what you're my was mentor. your takeaway? Because obviously you're not going to become J-Lo overnight. But what was the one thing where you're like, I'm going to take control of this bit? Um, I, I think it was a bit like you, just the element of hard work that went into things. And the idea that I stop myself from doing things at times because what happens is I have, a, I have what I think is a really good idea. And then I, then I manage to talk myself out of it quicker than you've ever seen like I just I just moonwalk out of that cul-de-sac of creativity I'm like this is a really good idea for a show oh that's stupid nobody like it what's the point it's ridiculous and I think a lot of people do that a lot of people do that and the only difference between something that's made and something that's not made is that somebody's committed to the process of completing it you know, every everything that's ever been created, every every documentary even, you know, she'll have gone, I could make a documentary about this point in my life. Yeah. And make it about the Super Bowl, make it about the halfway point in my life, possibly, you know, make it about the disappointments, about the successes. And, um, and then she could have gone, oh, that's silly, who'd want to watch that? But, you know, the difference with her and, and me is, seeing things through to completion. And that's such a big thing with a lot of people, I think. I think we talk ourselves out of things all of the time, all of the time. And um, the thing is, like she demonstrated, there's enough people out there who will talk you out of things all of the time. You don't need to do it for yourself. You've got to believe in yourself and do it for yourself. 100%. Because I was thinking that as well. Half the time, it's not because you're saying no, it's because other people are telling you no like whether it's in your like I feel like I would be like maybe five to ten years further ahead in my career if it wasn't for where I grew up where it was like because of where I grew up was quite downtrodden no offense Mm. love you home but it was like it was like expectations yeah Yeah. it was like don't be an artsy fartsy one like I remember them saying to us like things like that don't happen to people like us even when I moved to London people were like see you in a year you'll be back and um and I remember that being a big thing you go like for us it was like aspire to be a lawyer or architect something that pays well and they're definitely going to need you like don't aspire this like be a because I I did my degree in French and um, Spanish so they were like be a translator like you'll be so rich being a translator Mm. and it it was done a different way so it was like 
oh, so I feel like it took me ages to get there. And then when you start, it was like, well, I didn't really have the confidence. You know, like some people bowled in and be like, mm. right, I've been an actor, but I'm just going to turn my way to being a comedian now. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Just going to use this as long as I can. And I was like, oh, my God. I remember in my first year, like, you meet people that in their first year, like, well, in their first month, they're like, how many gigs have you done this month? I've mm. done 28. And you're like... 28? I've done like two in six months. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that was because I was always like going back to my job. Like, I would say for my first three years of comedy, I did not really bother doing much comedy. Yeah, but you're also trying to live, aren't you? You're trying to survive. You've got to work. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Combining those two things is hard. Um, So, yeah, I, I really admired her work ethic. Really, really admired it. And, and self-belief. Self-belief. Because it's self-belief. hard. When people say no, mm. it's hard to get you back up. I mean, I remember going for a big job once and just once. And <laughs> it was one of those where it's like, oh, this could have like a really positive effect to your career. Yeah. And I got to the final three and then didn't get it. And I was like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. And it like, not. but in my head, I'd had that thing where I was like, I could visualise it. I could see it. Oh, oh yeah. Life's got to get easier. Da, 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 da. And then I was like, oh. And I also thought, oh, well, do you know what? You didn't get that one, but they'll remember you. Maybe they'll put you as a guest. Maybe. Yeah. No, people no. completely forget you. <laughs> but I remember it really knocking me for about a year. That's a, oh, that's a long time. But like really put me into a, like a bitter space and a lack of confidence because I was like, Oh, this is just fantastic. Everyone's right. You'll never get a go. Blah, blah, blah. And I remember having like a year where I was like, I just felt grey all yeah. the time. But, oh, yeah. Steve. I didn't feel like J-Lo. I didn't feel like J-Lo being like, right, on to the next. Were you more jaded than J-Lo? I was so jaded than yeah. J-Lo. Or I was very J, J very low. But you and, see, the thing, she, she has had so many knockbacks and turned down the... Seems to power her. Uh-huh. It did not power me. And honestly, I really felt, and I thought, I was at a point, and I remember me and my friend watching The Greatest Showman in <laughs> January 2018. And this is just where it is about your attitude. Because I remember just being, and then it was not back after not back. Because I was like, I was in that negative space. And then I remember in 2018, me and my friend went to watch The Greatest Showman. Honest to God, it brought me back to life. Your doorbell's going. Is that oh, Amazon? No. Is that Amazon? It might be an Amazon delivery. Go and get it. Go and oh, get it. Don't miss it. Do you think? Yeah. Okay, well, you'll have to talk Go. to yourself. I will talk to myself. What an absolute bitch, listeners. I mean, honest to God, who... She said, let's do this at 9am. And here I am at 9.42am, carrying the show on my own... As always, because she's had some delivered, because this woman has honestly... I mean, she's been fired from a show, but you wouldn't know it with the amount she's spending. Honest to God. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. Your, don't worry, don't worry. It was just dead air oh. while you're away. Dead We're air. We're unboxing, are we? Oh, no, well, it's not mine. Oh, well. It's my so. wife's. Right. But, Divorcer, oh. divorcer. She's bought herself some terry toweling shorts. What's a terry toweling short? Oh my god, do you know what terry toweling is? No. Babies wear them, don't they? Yeah, terry toweling, it's brilliant. Is it to what so you dry if you sweat? Terry toweling was the only material that we had available in the seventies. Every child was pretty much carpeted in terry toweling. Well, how would I know that? Well, I, I don't know. I thought you had some sort of historical interest. Um, and it's very absorbent. And uh, yeah. given that we are recording this in the middle of a heat wave, I can only suggest that you wear more terry toweling. Oh, my God. I'm it, dreading leaving the house today. Oh, so am I. I'm going to, I'm going to expire. Um, so, a nice bit. And going back to J-Lo as well and not giving up. And seeing things through. Oh, I know what and, you're going to say. And, you know, time changing things and developing things. I, I turned on the news this morning and it was on the news that um, her and Ben Affleck have just got married in Las Vegas. after 17 years after their initial engagement that they broke off. It is nice, but I feel so bad for Jennifer Garner, his ex-wife. Do you? Yeah, but I do love this story. I love what um, Jennifer Lopez wrote, but we did it. Love is beautiful. Love is kind. And it turns out love is patient. See, that's... 20 years patient. That's sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, listen, I'll be very honest. As somebody who's in a long-term relationship where we had, um, I'm going to say, a year apart during the pandemic, we were oh. separated for a year you know all about that i yes. lived in my divorced dad flat with a can Oof. of beer and a pot noodle that um, was a trying time it was a very very trying time Stephen. very very trying time um and we've been together for 22 years um and then to have a year apart and then to come back together again it's quite lovely it's quite i'm really pleased for them Think I think you really know it has to work then after that. If there's been 17 years between their initial engagement and then meeting again and and getting it together again, then that's something just, you really want to do. Yeah, I think that I think you're right. You know, and as well, like imagine like 17 years ago. Obviously, they were what they would have been in their early 30s. Yeah, living this famous lifestyle, like. Maybe no one's going to be ready for that if they're living no. the Hollywood dream. And you don't really have time for each other. No. You know, I mean, even us with our, you know, well, I was in, I was in Litchfield on Friday. You know, you, yeah. What was it for that man? That What's man? Called? No, it wasn't. Oh. It was um, part of the Litchfield Festival. And uh, I had a sold-out audience in Litchfield. Oh, well done. Uh, but I'm going to say the average age was possibly 60 to 70 years old. Oh, my God. Do you think that's the area or just the demographic that you've collected? No, I thought you think that's the area. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was quite an older crowd. Um, yeah. But then I'm 50. I find myself going, where are the kids at? And I'm like, so you're not a kid anymore. You're a 50-year-old woman. Um I, but I managed arguably, to stay quite clean. I didn't swear a lot. You'd have been proud of me. Oh, my God. I did a corporate last week mm -hmm. and I'd done it the year before. So they were like, the audience is exactly the same. So you could just go out and beat them to death. And I was like, great. I, so I did do that. And I started quite crude because last year I really warmed up to being crude and was like, oh, I should have done more of it. Cause yeah, they absolutely love me. So they said it's exactly the same as last year. Right. So I, just, so I basically thought, right, well, I'll pick up where I left off. So they're not getting the same jokes. And I did one joke that was the same by accident. Um, but then the rest I did. And do you know when you're like, 
this ain't going as well as last year. <laughs> and then when I came off, they were like, I was like, so that all, it's the same audience as last year, wasn't it? And they were like, oh, it's about half and half. And I was like, half and fucking half. <laughs> that is a different story yeah. than what I was told when I arrived. What was but, the business? What was the industry? Fucking technology nerds. And right. then, and it was also one of those, you know, where you do your stand-up set and that went... It went, to be honest, it went well, but it was just such a bad setting. I was backlit, Mm -hmm. so you could see the big screen on the back, but you could not see me. I was basically a shadow blob. Like, okay. And then um, it was really high ceilings, like big industrial garage vibes, Mm -hmm. which was annoying. And then they told me that, and then I was doing the the awards reading off the script it was not the same order as that was on oh the that happened to me it. recently yeah but yeah. then they don't give you auto cue or a monitor mm. so that's behind you so you don't know till the audience will re- react and they're yeah. like oh this is a friggin' disaster and then then i'm going and the next award is presented by um ceo of wherever industries yeah. Zoe Lyons, and then a man would walk on, and you're yeah. like, well, that's not Zoe. That's not right, yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's happening. And then at the end, which I hate, you go, oh, this was a chore, and there's only so many times you can, like, laugh that off and be like, well, you're not a Zoe, are you? Yeah. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then at the end, the organiser came up to me and went, so what happened there then? I was like, well, I don't know. You gave me the script. Yes, yeah. So Somehow it's your fault. But they try and put it on you. And I was like, no, 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 no. I said I was backlit. I was told the thing. I said, during my set, they'd forgot the boss that introduced me during my before I came on. He forgot to announce a competition. So during my set, just wandered on. Just oh. competition. Oh, my God. And then it's like, <laughs> so the whole thing is like, oh, I, I forgot to do something. But it was like, I didn't know there was a competition anyway. So I was like... I wondered if he was taking the piss out of me. Yeah. Like, oh, we forgot to do something. Like, if they tweet and you're going, what is happening here? Was this during your set? So I'm walk- so I'm stood there going like, dick joke, dick joke, dick joke. Then all of a sudden the man walks back on. And I thought, is it going that bad? Badly, removed. And he goes, oh, f- we've decided to do a competition. I was like, right now. So all the way through, I thought they've decided to do a competition because it's it's not going great. And I was like, oh my God, is that going that awful? Da, da, da. Then afterwards, there's loads of like people tagging me on Insta stories and I'm going, oh, well, I'm about to watch myself die. Yeah. There's huge laughs. So I was like, so why did that man walk on stage? Like people are laughing. Like, yeah. Like, and then, after, and then the man comes up to me and he's like, oh, sorry, I've had too many wines. I forgot to announce the competition. And oh, I was like, God. oh, well, as long as that's the only reason. As oh. long as that. But I was like, but all the way through, the hour and a half of doing the awards, I was thinking, I'm this big fuck up. Yeah. And that's why he came on. And I was like, just come on and be like, I forgot to do. I love it when they forget to tell you things that are quite integral to the evening. Yeah. I did one recently where it was so... I, I'll be honest, died on my ass, Stephen. Died on my ass. I just don't believe you'd ever die. Oh no, I did. I, I was, I was sort of in it, um, but just, but I knew I was going to as well. You know, sometimes it is like walking to an execution. You're like, this isn't going to go well. Yeah. I could sense it. I knew it was going to happen, so I'd sort of, sort of resigned myself to it. But just before I went on stage, this guy came up to me and he went, um, "Big fan," and I went, "Oh." Thanks very much. I went, oh. I have been listening to your podcast. And I went, oh, because I thought you meant this one. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, great. And I'll be honest, he didn't look like the sort of audience Let's, member no. we were expecting. I'll be very honest with that. I and believe you. Yeah. yeah, he said, no, no, I've been listening to it for 10 years or so. And I thought, oh, God, he doesn't. He's confused me with somebody else. He's confused so what, what's me with somebody I don't, I, I don't know. I just went along with it. I went, oh, yeah. You know, great. Thanks for, you know, 10 years plus loving it. I don't know who he thought I was, but I wasn't who he thought I was. And then I went on stage and died on my ass. So uh, whoever's podcast he does listen to, he'll probably unsubscribe from that. So did you have to do stand-up and then like awards or just stand Oh, my God. And do you do the stand-up first? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, it didn't it didn't go very well. But this is the thing about people not being good at their jobs because I feel like. I don't know about your situation, but I was like, I was set up to fail. Like, like I said, I was backlit. Mm. Um, the next day, they messaged me and was like, "How do you think it went?" And I just sent them a load of screenshots that people had taken pictures of me, where it was like a big monitor. Yeah. And then I'm just like this, like backlit. Shadow yeah. Blob. Yeah. Like, and it's like so straight away you can't see me, and then. Um, and then, and then, like I say, it's like, then the pages are in the wrong number. At one point, I arrived at 4pm mm-hmm. for a 9pm corporate to do yeah. a sound check that they were desperate to have. I was like, do we have to do it at four? They were like, guests start arriving at half five. So I, was, I just was like, fine. Fine. And then um, they didn't do a sound check. They didn't have time. And then, okay. And I was like, and I arrived, and then I'm seeing them not be able to work the screen. Yeah. And I was going... Maybe we should do a sound But I think we should do a rehearsal. Yeah, I think we should Let's do, do a rehearsal. No, yeah. no, no, because we've got to do our briefing, then everyone's got to go home, get changed. To, no, uh, no. And I was like, and then you, lo and behold, the minute, like I say, the things are in the... And I went, just Should so have done know, a rehearsal. And I went, just so you know, this script doesn't have page numbers. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, absolute basic. If, if we've learned anything from J-Lo, rehearse, 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 rehearse. I could not believe it. And then they were like, no, it's all right. We've, we know it's in the right order. And I said, well, if it falls to the ground or anything. Mm-hmm. On your head, be it. Like, that'll be it. And then I, I just, honest to God, couldn't. It was one yeah. of those where I was like, I'm glad I got paid in advance. Yeah. Take the money and run, mate. Take. Spend it on something nice. Couldn't believe it. But don't you feel like I've t- that the J-Lo was one of my best recommendations yet? Yes. I will take that wholeheartedly. I've kept it with me in my... I've held it in my heart. I, Honest to God, I have. I've even found myself having a little... Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just so from the block. Yeah. I would put money on mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. watching it again within the next six months. Probably. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to go and watch Hustlers. Oh, I watched it last night. I really liked it. Yeah, I'm going to go and watch Hustlers now. That's what I'm going to do. Well, not now. I've got to go for a PCR test. Oh, God. For your very exciting endeavour. For my very exciting endeavour, which we'll talk about when I get back. Yes. How long are you away for? Just over a a week. A week. That's not bad, is it? Yeah, it's not too bad. (gasps) We've got to do Husband of the Week. Oh, yeah. Okay. I bet we end up picking the same one. Oh, no, no, we won't. We so no, we won't. No. Definitely, definitely won't. You always pick someone you actually know. No, it's not somebody I know. It's somebody I watched this weekend. Tell me. Okay, you go first. I was in the New Forest, Limington, to be precise. <laughs> You're I, such a lesbian. <laughs> I know. At a seafood festival. So they oh doubled down on that. Um, just chowing down on the old oysters. And um, uh, they had a... It's, it's not something I would normally enjoy but they had a tribute band on at this festival um a queen tribute band and i was like oh god this is gonna be awful this is gonna be absolutely horrific do you know what most fun i've had in months freddie mercury or whoever he was because i'm pretty sure it wasn't freddie mercury (laughs) no um freddie murky was astounding really he, yes he was brilliant and oh, he dyed his hair jet black um little tash um famous <laughs> leather coat he'd recreated with the sort of epaulets on it and stuff played the piano like an absolute boss and had an incredible voice and um, i had a whale of a time <laughs> Do you know what I always find funny about these tribute acts is going, obviously, they're like, they tend to be brilliant singer and performers. They're just not very famous. And because we're so goddamn jaded, we won't yeah. just go and see someone and give them a chance to sing songs. Yeah. We have to go and we'd rather see someone that's pretending to be Freddie Mercury or oh, Elvis. Or- just brilliant. I mean, Brian Mayday or whoever his name is, who's doing <laughs> Brian May, was astonishing on the guitar and at one point they went off piste and stopped doing queen songs and he just did this sort of really quite intense sort of prog rocky guitar solo and everyone's like wow 
wow. And I then remember- went back to Radio Gaga. But um, it, it he's my my he's my husband of the week. I love that. Yeah. I remember seeing. Um, maybe about 15 years ago now, a band called Retake That, and they were fantastic. <laughs> but the problem is with something like that is like, Take That doesn't have a distinguished look. So it was just five men yeah. in suits singing yeah. Take That songs. Yeah, I, lo- I love a tribute band name. Shoddy Waddy. Oh um, my God. There was Flabber there for a while, and they were the slightly overweight Abba. <laughs> um, I'm not even making that up. Um, yeah, I love it. Oh my god! Yeah, my husband is the week is Ben Affleck. Oh yes, because do you know what? I'm just so happy for them, and I think it is a nice story that love is kind and love is patient. Yeah, and as well, he's so fit. Those two have not aged a day. I've no. Yeah, they both look super good. So. Let's wish it's nicely. It's nice that that is a nice ending, Stephen. Yeah, a positive ending. I hope they don't go and screw it up now. Oh no, um, Jesus. God, no. I mean, if if you got oh God, if they broke up sort of months in after this, you'd be like, well, what is the point of anything? I think if I was them now, just suffer it for three years minimum. I think you've just got to yeah. really yeah. commit to that now, haven't Especially you? Especially after that post. Yeah. It, love is kind, love is patient. And yeah, then yeah, three yeah. months in, you're like, oh, no, love's decided to sort of take the back door out. Love is a you goddamn know. nightmare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, mate, I've got to go. Well, enjoy your time. Yeah, my time. Thank you. <laughs> I will enjoy my time. What you've got left of it. I know, that's what it sounded like, <laughs> isn't it? Enjoy every second, so because... Well, you know. Enjoy your time. Uh, Try not to miss me too much. I'm going to miss you. I want an update as well. Send me spoilers. I'll send you some pickies. Yeah. And then we'll have a catch-up when I get back. Okay. Yeah. Stay cool, my friend. I will. I'm going to just hide in the back bedroom. I'm wearing a very loose leg short. Is it that teddy towel? No, it's not terry toweling. These are cotton, but there is... Terry toweling. Go and Google it. I think you... Actually... I found a terry toweling uh, combo piece the other day of a terry toweling shirt with terry toweling shorts, and I was like, "Oh, that would feel so." Com-. Google it. I bet you'd like it. I trust you. I trust you. Comes in a night burnt orange. I think Ooh. it would suit you. Ooh. I think you'd like it. Gorgeous. Ready for it. Ready. Yeah. For- uh, the problem is with me. I would absolutely wear something like that, mm-hmm. and then be judged. Yeah. I. I, I mean, not by me. You'd have my full backing. But by the rest of society. The rest of society would definitely judge you. But, um, well, the joke would be on them because you'd be super absorbent. Exactly. Dry as a baby as well. Oh, today I am going to drip. I know I am. (laughs) I'm going to drip. I'm going to leave you on that. Yeah. Okay, everyone, do like, subscribe, five star reviews, tell your friends we need more listeners. And um, we will speak to you next week. Yeah, we do need more listeners because that one bloke who I thought was listening wasn't even listening to our podcast. So we don't need him. We just we want don't need him. Ladies and gays. That's all we want. Lovely. Love you. Bye. See you next time. A podcast from producer Paul Uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.